0: It's time for the Green's Release podcast with your host and the creator of Green's Release, Janet Green. Each week, Janet explains how your past and present provide a unique opportunity to rewrite your future. Stay tuned to hear a relaxing compliment to the life-altering materials in the Green's Release workbooks. This podcast is brought to you by greensrelease.com. The topic of stress unexpectedly became important during the writing of our weight loss workbook so I'd like to share some of my discoveries in this podcast. Like most people I've had some very stressful times in my life and have attempted stress management to no avail. You see while I knew what stress felt like, I had no idea what it was or what was happening in my body to make me feel like this. Once I learned about stress while writing this workbook, alleviating stress became a natural consequence because it made sense to me. This podcast will help you Take the first step to alleviate your stress. By understanding what stress really is, you'll view it in an entirely different light and be ready to address the underlying cause. I'm going to ask you to forget everything you thought about stress before today. It all begins... With homeostasis. Our wonderful body has an inbuilt mechanism that spends all its time working to keep itself healthy and in a balanced state. Overheating is a good example of a homeostasis response. If your body gets hot, it creates sweat to cool itself back down to a normal temperature. The things that challenge this balanced state are called stresses. These include illness, weather conditions, danger, hunger, rigorous exercise and emotional distress. Stresses prompt a variety of homeostasis responses. Sweating to lower body temperature. Flooding the body with endorphins to combat pain. Creating inflammation in response to an injury. And stimulating hunger when nutrition needs to be replenished. Do you know where the term stress originated? Well, prior to the 1920s, stress meant to draw tight. Physics described it as the distribution of force on a material. In other words, when lying down, your body is limp because there is no stress. Stand up and your muscles tighten or stress to support your body. Today, it's recognised that stressing muscles with inactivity leads to poor posture, weakness and pain. Moderately stressing muscles with regular exercise creates strong, healthy muscles. And overstressing muscles with intense exercise produces strain and injury. During the 1920s, the concept of psychological stress was introduced and it was termed mental strain, which works in the same way as physical strain. When mentally inactive, you feel flat and lifeless because there is no stress. Stimulate or stress your mental faculties and you feel alive and invigorated. Today, it's recognized that understressing your mind with inactivity creates the same symptoms as depression. Moderately stressing your mind with regular stimulation motivates and increases confidence. And overstressing your mind with intense mental stimulation produces strain. Therefore, While moderate stimulation or stress generates a desired response, both under and overstressing your mind and body create an undesired response. Which makes sense. So, what happens when we're stressed? Have you ever watched a zebra frantically running from a lion on National Geographic? Find and watch a video of a predator chase and capture. I know this is unpleasant, but important to help you really get it. Pay attention to the fleeing animal. Notice how panicked it is. Look for the size of its eyes. And appreciate how fast its heart must be pounding. Imagine how you'd feel in the midst of this fight for your life. This animal is in the primal fight or flight response. In simple terms, the fight or flight response, also called the acute stress response, is a primitive survival mechanism every animal possesses enabling the animal to automatically mobilise a lot of energy rapidly to maximise their chance of survival. The instant danger is perceived. The sympathetic nervous system activates a series of physiological and biochemical changes that help an animal survive by running faster or fighting harder. Basically, as a result, the body is flooded with stress hormones. Heart rate and blood pressure increase. Energy is delivered to power important muscles. Non-essential systems shut down to conserve energy. Awareness intensifies. Reaction time increases and the body gets a burst of energy and strength in preparation for fight or flight. The fight or flight response is an alarm reaction that's designed for short-term use only. As soon as the danger has ended, homeostasis mechanisms trigger the parasympathetic nervous system to return all hormones, organs and systems back to balanced pre-stress levels. Heart rate and blood pressure return to normal. Digestion is stimulated again and awareness and reaction times relax. A great deal of physical energy has been expended which burns off the excess stress chemicals, allowing the animal to naturally calm and relax. This depletes stored energy levels, leaving the animal famished. Because of this ability to return to normal life very quickly after a life and death situation, the fight or flight response is a normal part of animal life and does not interfere with homeostasis. Humans also have this primal fight-or-flight response to address short-term stress because, just like animals, early man had to fight for his survival. Predators like tigers, bears and apes Rival tribes, wars, dangerous terrain and threatening weather were all part of everyday life. The fight-or-flight response helped man survive extreme situations. Modern-day man also faces extreme stressful situations where the fight-or-flight response protects them. Escaping a house fire, life-threatening weather conditions like hurricanes, tornadoes, or floods, avoiding accidents on the freeway, and responding to loud noises in the middle of the night are all common occurrences. As a result, One, the body is flooded with dozens of stress hormones, adrenaline, noradrenaline, epinephrine, norepinephrine, cortisol, and endorphins, which are natural painkillers, to name a few. These hormones have a powerful and widespread effect on our body's biochemistry, physiology, and psychology. We become excitable, anxious, jumpy, and irritable. 2. Blood flow to the muscles that allow us to run faster is increased by as much as 300%. Heart rate and blood pressure increased to speed up the transport of nutrients. Blood and fluid is diverted from non-essential areas like the skin, saliva and digestive juices. This is why people look pale, have a dry mouth, upset stomach and heartburn when they're shocked. The level of sugar and fat in blood increases to supply muscles with extra energy for fighting or fleeing. Breathing rate increases to fill the blood with additional oxygen for muscle energy. Blood thickens and clots more easily to reduce the risk of blood loss after injury. 3 non-essential systems shut down to conserve energy these include growth sex drive digestion and immunity four senses sharpen to support rapid responses your pupils dilate hearing increases and your awareness heightens Five, perspiration increases to cool our overheating body. And six, thinking races as our minds fill with fear. Early man's experience of the fight or flight response was very similar to that of animals. They even expended a great deal of physical energy During emergencies, which helped burn off the excess stress hormones, and they were naturally famished afterwards. The activation of the sympathetic nervous system during times of danger, and then the parasympathetic nervous system, which returned their body to a fully relaxed and balanced state, was a part. Of their normal daily life. The fight or flight response is an intense physiological response that's only meant to be triggered during life and death situations, and not everyday events. Our bodies cannot cope with this heightened physiological effect for any length of time. So, Why is yours being triggered when you receive a bill in the mail, are stuck in a traffic jam, or have problems? And why is it staying on instead of shutting down? What's happening with our stress response? The next podcast deals with these issues and modern day chronic stress. In the meantime, take a look at our stress category, which has more information about stress and methods to reduce its impact.